Welcome to Spiritually Fierce, a show about strength, courage and wisdom with me, your host, Imogen Joyce. I am a human design reader, a spiritual guide, a passionate coach and teacher and an entrepreneur who is here to bring you back home to yourself and your becoming. This podcast is a platform where I get to bring you expansion, to share what is happening within the collective and bring you real life inspiration for you to believe in your own magic. This is a space for deep connection, liberation, and freedom to be who you came here to be. My mission is to inspire you and for you to see just how incredibly unique and needed you are. This is the start of your becoming. Welcome to the podcast episode with Carly, aka Miss Intuition. Carly is an intuitive business mentor, a Reiki energy healer, and she also offers tarot card readings. Carly is an incredible, incredible intuitive business coach and mentor, and she has amazing psychic abilities. And in this episode, we really speak about what that even means, how she discovered her psychic ability, and how she grew that talent within her, because all of us here have that intuition we have that psychic ability and we really break down how can you find your own and how can you tap into even channeling your own spirit guide so you can get supported in this journey here on life and we really break down what this all entails, how she does it. And I have had the absolute blessing of experiencing firsthand Carly's intuitive gifts. And she is actually the reason, the sole reason that I started on my human design journey because she channeled into my spirit guides and that was the message that they gave her. So without further ado, so I'm so excited for you to listen to this episode. I'm so excited to bring this to you. Let me know what you think and... So I'm so excited to bring this episode to you, bring you all the spirit, all the spirit guides, just to empower you and encourage you to tap into your own inner knowing. So Carly, thank you so much for being here. I'm obviously just so excited to have you and yeah, just blessed to have you on this podcast. So to start off with, can you give us like just all the details, all the introduction, who you are, what you do, all of that? Of course. Thanks for having me. I'm so, so excited. And my name is Carly, obviously, as you mentioned, um, otherwise known as misintuition, because that is what I go under my business name as. And I am from Toronto, Canada area, just outside of Toronto. And I have a spiritual business doing like spiritual readings and I do Reiki healing and I do one-on-one mentoring. So I'm kind of dabbled into a lot of different areas at the moment. And it's been definitely a journey, especially over the last year and figuring out what feels aligned for me. But yeah, I'm really enjoying the business and entrepreneur life. It's been a few years now. I've been in business for, I think, four years officially, but I had started my business a year prior. So five-ish. And so, yeah, it's been, it's been a fun journey and that's kind of where I'm at now. And just looking forward to um, getting up to some new things this year. So yeah. Amazing. So all the things, all the things. And obviously I was a client of yours and you were such a big part of my whole journey, me being the human design obsessor that I am. And like we always say, me coming out of the spiritual closet and you just being that 
soul that could kind of support me through that and I think what you do is so so important because we all have that psychic intuitive gift but we don't always know how to use it so I really think your work for this you know new age era is so important but I do want to kind of go back to the beginning like what did you do before your business and where were you before you knew who Miss Intuition was? (laughs) Yeah I love that question um so before I started my business I was just living through the retail jobs. I didn't really have a particular like career path in mind. I went to school for fashion merchandising and coming out of school, I knew I wanted to do merchandising and I followed that path and went into the retail world and did merchandising for a couple different companies. Great experience. Um, definitely a whirlwind experience, but I did reach a point where I, well, I worked for Lululemon and it is a very good company to work for. And they're all about mindfulness and taking care of their employees and all of that. And that was sort of when this whole, I guess, like law of attraction, mindfulness world kind of opened up to me. And I was really, really open to it, very drawn to it. I've always been very drawn to spirituality. So the company really spoke to me. And I worked there for quite a while and I learned so much about myself through a lot of like the self-development practices that we had to do while working there. And through that, I realized that something was off with me and I would go home at the end of every day, basically, and just sort of have this anxious feeling inside, like something wasn't right. And everything about the job was amazing. Like everything for the most part, obviously there's always something, but it was so, so great. So I was like trying to figure out why I felt so off and so anxious and, and everything. So I basically left work one day and I remember so clearly that I was driving home and I literally had an epiphany that I was struggling with anxiety and depression. I had never even thought about that before. And I had just sort of realized it. And I was like, oh my gosh, And the puzzle pieces started to fit with why that was coming to fruition for me at that moment, because my managers had noticed that I was like not myself and things like that. So things started to make sense. And then from there, I made the decision to take a leave of, you know, the job and just think about what I wanted to do. And also to take the time to heal myself because I was mentally in a very bad place And I was, you know, doing, you know, hospital therapy and all sorts of therapy and really, really struggling. And it was very, very, very difficult. And yeah, I could get emotional, like talking about it because it doesn't even feel like me, like reflecting on those times. Like, I'm like, oh my God, like, I can't believe that was me and where I was at. And then now to think about where I am, I'm like, is this real life? Like, I don't know how this happened. So anyways, yeah, I went through the therapy and then I as I was going through therapy, my mom had always been very spiritual and she had mentioned to me like, you know, why don't you try going to like a spiritual class or something like that? Cause she had heard about one. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, okay. Like where? And so we talked about it and I was like, I'm down for that. Like I'm really open to it and I love that stuff. And so as I went through that class, I just literally lit up. Like when I was in the class, I was like, oh my gosh, I could sit here all day and listen to the lady, like 
talk about all things spiritual, like everything. And so I was like, wow, this is so cool. And of course I didn't walk away being like, this is my life purpose, but I definitely felt connected to it. And after that, I started opening myself up more to my own healing journey and really diving into really trying to heal myself through spirituality, because obviously the therapy was working, you know, in its own way, but I definitely felt like the spiritual perspective was what was going to change my life. So I really like dived into that. And then as I was doing that, I started experiencing all different kinds of stuff, like, like spiritual wise, like, um, clairvoyance and having like visions. And and of course, because I was going through a hard time, I was like, okay, I'm probably going crazy. Like maybe I have something really wrong with me. (laughs) So I kind of like went there for a moment, but then I obviously knew that there wasn't really anything wrong. So, so yeah, I figured out that I was having these sort of like spiritual experiences and, you know, having these connections to, you know, spirits and also like psychic stuff coming up. And I had sort of realized that like, as a child, I had always had those experiences. I just kind of forgot, I guess, Mm -hmm. or didn't think anything of it. And then, yeah, I just had all these epiphanies coming to me of like, everything was starting to make sense. I was starting to understand myself more about why I was the way I was and, you know, why I was struggling so much and, you know, my sensitivities and, you know, my Mm -hmm. empathic nature, like everything was coming together. And that's when I realized that I had, you know, these intuitive gifts that were trying to come out of me and I needed to do something with those gifts. And I kind of took off from there and I just really got excited about the opportunities ahead with what I could do with these intuitive gifts and took it full force. (laughs) And I ended up um, in a mediumship class. And then from there, I just totally took it and ran with it. So so yeah, that's kind of how I got here. <laughs> that's amazing. Honestly, that story, the whole way through, I had so many goosebumps and so many chills because, and I know as well, everything that you just said was not, didn't happen in one month. You know, that was a whole, you know, time that you went through all of that. And it's, it's easy to say now when we look back at it, and I know at the time it wouldn't have been this, but that moment in your last job where you really realized that you weren't okay, like something wasn't right was the thing that you needed to get you where you are you know and when we can see it like that and again it's so easy to say that when we're not in it because when we're in it it's just so hard to see but that really is the place that you had to get to for you to be exactly where you are now and I can say firsthand your psychic abilities are just like out of this world amazing so I'm I'm like blessed of your journey I wanted to be careful how I say that but I know how strong you are and I know how amazing that you are to go through that. And yeah, it's just so incredible. So do you feel like you always had it in you when you were younger? And because as well, I know you know this, when when we're little children, we we don't try and fit in. We don't care what we say. We have no filter because we're not programmed to have one yet. And then it seems that it's a common theme that so many spiritual people are quietened when they're younger because it's not cool or they don't fit in if they say this kind of thing. Do you feel like that was part of the reason why you later on in life remembered that that's how you were when you were younger? Yes, I definitely agree. I think that it is a struggle when you're a child because you don't really want to like look like you don't fit in. Obviously, fitting in becomes such a big focus as your ego is developing. So 
So yeah, that was definitely part of it. But I think reflecting on that part of my life and being a child, I feel that it was a lack of awareness. I feel like I didn't have the awareness to actually say that I was experiencing something like I just would experience it and then just continue on with my day. Like, you know, didn't make a big deal of it. So I think it was a lack of awareness more than anything else, but it was also that I, I was very like picky and choosy with who I would share my spiritual obsessions with, because I was very into it at a young age. Like I was all about the Ouija board, like, and I would do it by myself in my bedroom, which is, oh my sounds God. Like weird, wow. I think it's because I always felt presences and I always was like, I just want to know what they're saying. Like mm. it was, it's so weird to reflect on it now because it makes more sense. But I, I just thought that I was like a creepy Scorpio who like loved <laughs> the occult and whatever. And that was part of it. But also that I had this sort of calling of like, I just feel presences that I want to talk to, like, I want to know what they're saying. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it all makes sense now, but it was definitely a lack of awareness that kind of held me back from like saying like, oh, you know, I'm a medium or I have these abilities. I definitely didn't think about that. I never even considered that. Mm -hmm. And it's so true as well. It's the awareness that is so, so key. That really, really is. Cause when we're aware of something, we can, you know, understand it and digest it. I think it's amazing as well that I just feel that your mom already being spiritual, she definitely, you chose her as a mom kind of for that reason so that she could lead you even just saying oh why don't you go to this class and kind of get that out of you which is yeah I think you chose that for a reason as well I love that you mentioned that because I never really thought about it that way and that like I know that we choose our parents before we mm -hmm. come earthside and you're right like I totally chose her for a reason and she you know, was the first person to ever introduce like angel oracle cards to me. And wow. I was using those as like a teenager, like a young teenager, like 12, 13 years old using oracle cards. And, you know, it was just such a nice like thing at the end of the day, like, especially if I was struggling in school or someone bullied me or whatever was going on, my mom would just pull those out and pull us a couple cards. And I, of course, I didn't think it was like this huge deal at the time, but reflecting on that now, I think that's so sweet that she did that and that she did you know mention the whole spiritual route because if she hadn't suggested that class I don't think I would be here like I don't know maybe I would but I really don't know and it's so crazy to think about that yeah definitely because as well if you think about it you had someone in your home that was open to that so that it felt you had that element of security to you you know sometimes when we try and go down this spiritual realm and we don't know anyone in that space it feels so foreign it feels so scary so you have to kind of fight that as well as the courage to do it so I think definitely it's amazing that you chose that as your path to receive that and for this to be your gifts I just see that it so fully shows that this is your destiny this is just what you're meant to do so I want to get into all things the spiritualness because you know I'm just obsessed with it so I don't know how to even phrase this, but how how can you explain what it is that you go through when you're either doing a reading, you're channeling guides, all of that kind of stuff? Like, how would you explain that? Yeah, so trying to explain it is a little hard, but I'll do my best to explain it in the best <laughs> way possible. But basically, it is like receiving impressions and we all have these extra senses, right? So basically as a psychic or a medium or any intuitive or healer utilizes these extra senses that we're not taught to use. So we all have these senses. It's just a matter of tapping into them. And some people are naturals and other people really have to work at it. I was probably somewhere in the middle where I was kind of natural at it, but I definitely had to work 
to enhance these senses. And so through these senses, um, they're called the clairs. And so something like clairvoyance is the ability to see in your mind's eye. So you're not actually seeing something with your two eyes in the way that you would experience, like looking at the wall right now. Like I'm not, um, seeing it the same way I do with my two eyes, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So I'm seeing it with my mind's eye and information comes through like in a symbolic way. So it's not always super literal. And my strongest clear is clairvoyance. So clear seeing and uh, also clear feeling. So I'm definitely Mm -hmm. very much um, in tune with my body and utilizing my physical body as a tool to navigate my feelings and what may be coming up. So I experience like for, for example, with clairvoyance, something will kind of almost like pop into my mind almost as if you're like daydreaming. So if you think about how you daydream and you're visualizing and you're using your imagination, it comes through similarly to that. It's just that this information is coming through, you know, quite randomly. Like it's not like a forced imagination and I'm not forcing this Mm -hmm. picture in my mind. It's just coming through. And sometimes it's super, super, super clear and vivid. Other times it's a little blurry. Sometimes it's through symbols in black and white. Sometimes it is a little bit of color. Most of the time it's not color, but, but yeah, it's very, not what people would think because as soon as, you know, you mention you're clairvoyant and you have this, you know, mediumship ability, then people automatically assume that I can see like people walking around and, you know, (laughs) dead people walking around and stuff. And it's not quite like that, which is good because living life like that would be so hard. And I know some mediums do experience that to some degree, but for me, I lived my life so normally for so long Mm -hmm. that I kind of trained myself to turn it on and off very, very easily. So yeah, that's how I would explain clairvoyance and and otherwise like these senses, it's almost like just getting impressions, like just getting these senses and feelings and just like subtle, subtle impressions that kind of give you that information. Yeah. Cause it's like, what's the one where you can hear things? That's a clear audience. Okay, that's what I have. Because I, I remember I messaged you like, I feel like I know I can say this to you, but I'm going mad because I can hear all these voices. But it's like, it's the same voice. It's mm-hmm. my voice, but it it speaks differently. It's got a different tone and it's very soft and direct. There's no slip up of words. It's like, and I would ask you as well, how do you know the difference between your own imagination and you just, you know, your mind just rolling and something being like, a download or an intuitive hit or something like that? Well, in the beginning of my intuitive journey, it was really hard to know. Like sometimes mm-hmm. I was very confused. I was like, am I just imagining this because I want to, or is it actually a message? And so the only way that I really could understand this is practicing on people that I didn't know. And so now I kind of just have this feeling. It's like a feeling and a knowing that comes over me that just knows and feels that something is directly connected to me, or if it is just my ego kind of playing up the scenario in my mind. So I've really had to build a relationship with my ego to understand Mm -hmm. these abilities. So I think they go hand in hand. It's not just putting all of your time and energy into enhancing these senses, but you also have to be very, 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 very self-aware and very in tune with your ego and how that comes across to you. Because at this point in time, it's easy for me now to be like, oh, that's just me talking to myself in my head versus this is a message. Mm -hmm. And just as you mentioned, it's 
it's just a lot softer of a voice. It is typically your own voice that you're hearing in your head. So when you hear mediums or intuitives or psychics say like, I'm hearing them say, they're likely hearing their own voice in their head mm. with that message, as you mentioned. So the way that you receive it is totally, totally on point. And it isn't again, what people would think. It's not like mm-hmm. this deep man's voice coming through to be like <laughs> whispering in your ear. And sometimes I have heard external noises. I have heard oh, wow. voices and things like that, but that's, that's rare. And it doesn't happen all the time, but it can, but yeah, it's quite, it's quite interesting for sure. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's amazing. And I think what it is, is us getting our human on board with what our soul and our spirit already knows and you know when you explain that feeling and that knowing I feel like that knowing is just your soul it already knows what this is and it's just getting your human up to that calibre of okay this is okay to receive this this is okay to trust this and to go for this you know totally and I love that you mentioned the word trust because really it's about building trust and you really learn to open yourself up to your abilities more just by trusting because when you initially are trying to become intuitive or listen to your intuition, it is really hard to trust. It is hard to be like, should I trust this or should I not? But as you begin to trust it and follow it, the stronger it gets. So Mm -hmm. it's important to really lean into trying to trust it, even when it's super hard, because I really struggled with that, like the trust piece in the beginning of my journey, especially Mm -hmm. through mediumship and practicing on people, I would freak out. I would be like in my head being like, do I say this or do I not say this? Or is that me? Or am I just thinking that? And I would literally have these like mind games and like after receiving something and I had to just learn to trust what I got and say it as I got it. And as I started doing that, it was like completely accurate. And I just almost blew myself away because I was like, wow, when I just tried to not let my mind run and my ego take over and just kind Mm -hmm. of say it in the moment and act on it right away. Like when you act on your intuition right away, it gets very strong and you just know what it feels like. And there's no going back after, you know, what it feels like. It's like riding a bike. As soon as you know, the feeling of what it feels like to ride a bike, you can't forget, right? Like, right. So it's the same kind of thing for sure. But the trust piece is huge. Yeah. I love that. I love how you said that as well. Cause it is like what, and it's like, even in this whole realm, once you know something, you can't unknow it. And it's the same as that. So once you've had that experience with trust, I always think with trust, I'm like, what have you got to lose? You know, I feel like I trust so deeply because I'm like, well, what have I got to lose? I can either trust in this thing that I desire or I really want to believe because it does feel good. Like all of this, this self-development, the spiritual worlds, it feels good and it feels that way for a reason. So if we lean into that, there really is nothing to lose. And again, I know that is a lot easier said than done but I love how you said that I love how you explained that so for anyone listening again because I just believe we are all intuitive we all have this and it would be amazing if we all tapped into our own guides and tapped into our own higher self what would be one piece of advice you could say to them to how to kind of start even just opening just for their own journey just for their own self what would you say to that That's an easy one for sure. That is slowing down and practicing being present because in our world and in the world of intuition, mind racing and being in a constant sort of marathon is what holds us all back from really being open to this. So if we all just slow down and it's really about practicing presence, like what it means to actually be present in the moment. And I think that people get scared away from that. It's like, well, I don't know how to be present. 
that seems hard, right? But really it's about just, and being present only is like a few seconds. Like it's mm-hmm. only a few seconds of your time. That's that you're really actually present, but practicing being present and becoming aware of your environment and your surroundings and just kind of practicing that will totally be a game changer and opening yourself up intuitively. So, so yeah, slowing down is definitely a must because we need to train our minds to slow down in order to hear that higher self and that intuition talk to us because we can't hear it. If we're constant ego chatter focused on the material realm that we're in, it's, 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 I guess, two things, one being slowing down, but also opening up your mind to the possibility of the universe. Like you Mm -hmm. have to really believe that there is this connection with the universe for it to really come through you. Cause if you are skeptical and you're resistant, it won't be that clear or it will be kind of a struggle. So Mm -hmm. so yeah, that's, that's definitely what comes through me. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God. I love that. I love that. And I, I always, always say this, that anytime throughout the day I have conversations or I see something online, I always see it as that it was a message for me and, and things that I say are a message for someone else. And you just said something then about being present. And before I hit record on this, I was saying about all day I've been like since the first day back from the holidays I've been like triggered and just like do 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 go 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 and I was like why am I in my head so much and you saying that I'm like oh my god that is what I needed and it was it was just that that presence just to be still like nothing is behind and nothing is forward I'm just right now that's all I am so I know how I've kind of helped myself with becoming present because like you said it is something that is quite like, how do you do that? So what would you say? Let's go into that a little bit further, just so we can, you know, give mm-hmm. as much as we can. But what would you say is your thing for how do you get present? If it's something that you feel like you want to just quiet down the noise and slow down, what do you do for that? So I close my eyes and I really tune into the sounds that are around me. So whether it be, I mean, outside is best because it's so peaceful and the vibration of, you know, mother earth is just Mm -hmm. to die for. So of course it's going to enhance the whole present experience, but, but regardless, I always tune into the noises and the sounds I hear. So when I'm really struggling, I'm like, what can I hear right now? Like maybe it's the tap dripping or the bird outside or, you know, whatever it might be, but I try to listen to different noises because it makes me realize that I'm paying attention to a noise and a sound that is happening right now. I'm not thinking yes. about the past. I'm not thinking about the future. I'm just thinking about what's happening in my environment right now. So if you're just paying attention to where you're at and bringing your attention to it, like look at the clouds outside or, you know, just really like mm-hmm. acknowledging what's around you in that moment, then you're giving your mind a break. You're giving your mind a break from thinking about again, the past and, you know, dwelling on what could happen in the future. You're just like, Oh, look this moment right now, this is happening. So yeah. the noises and the sounds was a game changer for me. Cause I did struggle with practicing presence and allowing my mind to slow down. And that was totally, totally helpful for me for sure. Mm-hmm. I think that is going to help so many people, people who hear this, because that is so key. And I've actually never heard that before. I I think when I'm present, I still continue to be in my mind and I'm telling my mind and it's my mind speaking, but actually that like getting out of your mind and hearing something external, that is a kind of a signal for what is right now. That is so key. So yeah, thank you for sharing that. Cause I love that. Yeah. I'm so glad that you love that. Cause it is It was definitely one of the blocks, I guess, in my path of trying to become a really great medium and intuitive and 
having, you know, ADHD and anxiety in my mind racing constantly, it's, it was definitely a struggle. So when I, you know, really paid attention to that, I was just like, wow, this simple, you know, thing can really help bring presence. And I just want to stress to the fact that like, you know, being present, isn't this like crazy 10 minute moment of like, I'm present. Like <laughs> it's just, it's, it's almost like a, just a few seconds at times and that counts mm. something, you know? So it's just practicing that more and more and more and giving yourself time in your day to consciously choose to be present. Cause otherwise we're just machines and, and hustle mode. Mm. And we don't make time to be present. We're just like, okay, well, on to the next thing. What am I doing next? And it's like, what about right now? And that's what I try to remind myself is like, what am I doing right now? What is today? What day is it? What's mm-hmm. the weather like? And all those things and bringing my attention to the environment. So, yeah, I love that. And it's like, I love how you did that with the tone of voice. Cause it is so true. And I don't know why we do it. The things that are so easy, we like slate or we want to, we want to be like, no, it's not, it's not that easy, but it really is. And mm-hmm. we turn our nose up to so many things. And I know I did before, and now I'm just like an open book. I will go and do anything and really open my mind to things but I remember before being like oh you know you just can't be present or whatever it was but really it does get to be that easy it does get to be that simple and it's really not hard work and the only person that we are stopping experiencing that is ourselves. when we look at something that way so I urge anyone to listen to this you know notice how you are getting in your own way and realize that you can lean into what is possible so one thing as well that I feel like you know I said before we started this that I wanted this to be a place of inspiration the the inspiration we needed when we first started out even on this whole journey of self I just see this whole life as the spirit and the self so something that I think is so encouraging is knowing that we all go through these places these places of you know the lights are dim and they're a little bit dark because they catapult us into the light but what have been some of your pivotal breakthrough moments that have been really vast and kind of how did you walk through that fear and walk through those moments yeah so I feel like for me it's just really getting into a spiritual practice that really resonates with you. So like for me, I knew that what was going to really help me was to have my own sort of sanctuary or uh, routine or spiritual practice of some kind that I could lean into when I was feeling like that. And it's just a matter of finding what that thing is for you because everyone is different. And meditation for me in the beginning was not an escape. It was definitely a a chore. It was not fun (laughs) for me at all. I found it very hard. Um, because of the mind racing and things like that. So, so yeah, I kind of just really dove into a spiritual practice. And, and for those of you who have no idea what I mean by spiritual practice, I mean, like, just kind of like a routine that allows you to kind of be in your own world and kind of escape the hustle and just like slow down yet again, slow down. So really just leaning into like a cleansing practice and journaling and some cards like that really does a lot for me. So I think I was just in the beginning of my journey, really struggling with depression, I really had to um, discover what was going to resonate with me. And, and it did change my life, like just diving into these different practices and learning about spirituality in general, like reading an inspiring book or reading inspiring information about the universe, like that can be a total game changer for a mood or a moment or any of that restlessness or stuckness. So 
So yeah, I would say like, I don't want to say self-help because I really think it's about the spiritual spirituality, mm-hmm. um, as well. So leaning into your own beliefs and, and what really resonates with you. Mm-hmm. Definitely. It's like, I love that. It's like following what lights you up and what lights each of us up is different. And we get lit up by different things because they're our own unique path, you know? So it's that it's doing the spiritual practice, but finding what one works best for you. I love that. And speaking of, well, we're not speaking of human design, but I'm going to lean into human design because you are a reflector, which is obviously 1% of the whole population. So I obviously know reflectors are the people who you are completely open to the world. And it just makes so much sense why you are intuitive because reflectors, it's very, very common for reflectors to be that because you take in everything. You really do take in so much of the world. And what's interesting, something I noticed throughout this is the, you you mentioned environment a lot. You really tune into that environment. And that to me is like, okay, you are in alignment with your human design. You know that environments for you are the tell-all. They are the thing that leads you to know whether this is good for you. So can you tell us a little bit what it's like being a reflector? <laughs> yeah, so it's it's interesting because after our reading, I felt a lot more clear in what that essentially meant for me because mm-hmm. I do find reading about human design on online just yourself can be a little overwhelming and um, just mm-hmm. not as impactful as it really is so having a reading done number one is definitely a must if you want to understand it more but after our reading I definitely was more clear and in that being a reflector is a blessing and a curse as every you know design type has its own mm-hmm. you know pros and cons right but but being a reflector, I've realized now that my sensitivities around other people, morally, my interactions with other people and socially, I understand myself more now in that I am more sensitive because I am sort of like a sponge and, and I can almost, you know, tune into the the room and the environment and mm-hmm. who's in there and what kind of energy is in there and being an intuitive on top of being a reflector, it's like, you know, amplified. So yeah. So socially, I have really struggled um, with that. But now that I've uh, now that I'm aware of that, it has been a game changer for me. Because even when I was on vacation recently with some friends, um, I had moments where I was realizing, like, you know, oh, I'm feeling this way because you know this is a collective feeling. You know, like we're all kind of feeling this, or or I feel like they're feeling this, so I'm feeling this. So I have to really, I've had to learn what is my feelings and what is someone else's. And so being an intuitive, that definitely helps the process, but it's definitely, um, I've always felt like a bit of an outsider or I'm not an outsider. Um, I'm very extroverted and can fit in and I'm outgoing and things like that. But inside, mm-hmm. I always felt very like alien. And so, and I'm sure you can resonate with that too, in yeah, some oh, way, but do. I think being a reflector <laughs> totally resonates with that alien mm-hmm. feeling of like, I just feel like something like, I just am so sensitive to my environment. And as you mentioned, mm-hmm. I like that you've noticed that because environments for me are everything. Yeah. Yeah, they are. They are. And it's like, you'll tell all, oh, and it sounds so creepy, but when you're away, I was like, Oh, I need to ask Carly how it was because you know, I'm just so obsessed with human design and just guiding people and whatever. But I just thought you, I knew you were on holiday with a big group of people. And I was like, how is she with that reflectiveness? Like, how is it going? Because it is something you have to be so in tune with. And no matter what 
your type is your design or even not even about human design just your own energy your own aura because that's effectively what it's all about like the more you can be in tune with your own aura and owning the parts of you like okay I need an hour by myself or I need to leave this place because it doesn't feel right to me the more we can own that and see that we are we all have our own unique signature of what that means then the more empowered we can all be you know so I love that you shared that totally agree with that for sure I love that yeah so I'm gonna end this with two little questions okay so if you could say something to your past self what would be something you can say that part of you that you know where you were where you didn't know if you could do the things that you wanted to do you didn't know if you could believe anymore what would you say to her I would probably say that following the herd is not the way for everybody. Some, some people want to, and that's okay. And by that, I mean, like following society's norms of you get the nine to five, you need to have a good salary and all of those things. Like I, I would tell myself, like, you're going to figure out a career or a passion that is unique and it's okay to follow that. It's okay that if it is a unique path and and being unique is what the world needs. Like, I, I feel like that's probably what the missing piece was for me because I was always as everybody else trying to fit in and just do what I felt like I was supposed to do. And yeah, I just, I would want to tell my past self that it's okay to be different than other people and that you can still, you know, make money and do what you love at the same time. Like it doesn't Mm -hmm. have to be this miserable world of, I can only afford to get a nine to five and not live out my dreams. Like just really living out the dream is possible. Yeah. I got full body chills when you said that literally I was like, Oh, full goosebumps. Cause yeah, I so true. I love that. Just follow your own way, like your own way. And it will, it will, the more you do that, it will create that path for you. And then the last question. So you don't need to like channel anything, even though you probably naturally will, but if you were embodying the energy of your higher self, your future self, what would she say to you? Oh, I love this question. I feel like my highest self would tell me right now that people pleasing is a waste of energy Mm -hmm. (laughs) and that judgment is where I'm going to hold myself back the most. And I need to work on that because I feel like judgment and people pleasing is definitely the first two things that come to mind. Like, I feel like my higher self is like, that's, that's where your work is. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's okay to be seen. Like, I feel like that's, what's coming through me right now. Like it's okay to be seen. And I think at the end of the day, that's, that's where the resistant resistance is with the people pleasing and the judgment of, you know, wanting to people please and, you know, make everybody happy by doing what you think they want you to do. And also being afraid of judgment, like all of that is just some vicious cycle. Right. So I feel like my higher self just wants me to say like, it's okay to be seen and be yourself. And, um, not everyone's going to like you and you have to accept that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And I feel like that came through for you in this moment for a reason. And I know that message is going to be so true for so many other people. So thank you for sharing, but to say to you, like, yeah that's what she's saying to you you know lean into that and lean into that the judgment of other people as well is just the mirror and it's I feel like you have these two bits of the judgment from other people and then being afraid to be seen so your fear of being seen 
other people are just mirroring a judgment that you're placing on yourself, you know? So it's like, why are you judging yourself for wanting to be seen? I know a lot of that is society because, you know, we're especially being women, we don't want to be show offs and we don't want to be bossy or what all the labels are attached to that. So, yeah, I would, you know, go on that journey of being seen and putting yourself in the places that your higher self knows that you're already at. Yes. I love that. And I love that question. I love that question because I feel like it's, it was important for me to channel that through in this moment. You're Mm -hmm. right. And I feel like that perspective is needed, especially with where I'm at right now today in this present moment. So um, I'm thankful for you for asking that because I'm definitely going to have that as um, something to take away from today. And it is very, very true. Like, you know, we kind of place these judgments on ourselves out of fear Mm -hmm. and, you know, we just need to really work on staying true to ourselves and be authentic. And I think that's where I've kind of been struggling is like, who do people want me to be? Mm-hmm. And, you know, living in this identity of who I think people want me to be and who I actually am. And it's not easy being yourself in a very, you know, judgmental world, but that's where, you know, our work is as a collective is, you know, mm-hmm. being less judgmental on ourselves and other people. And, and yeah, I think that's what my higher self wants to tell me. And also everybody that's listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And also for you as a reflector, identity is just a big part of your whole journey here, your whole spiritual and soul path of Kali in this time that we are in this earth is identity for you is something that you're not meant to be attached to. So when it's all that energy on it, it's really about letting go of what the identity looks like and leaning into just what feels good in that moment and not making sense of it. It doesn't, the sense is just irrelevant because sense is conditioning that we, we once knew, you know, so it's leaning into that as well. Yes. Oh, I love that. That's so powerful. And I even am just inspired in this moment to revisit our reading, like over the recording that you sent, because I feel like literally it was like a life-changing experience for me because Mm -hmm. you touched on so many things in such a deep way that I just can't even just explain how grateful I am because this perspective has totally, totally helped me in my path and my business, especially. And, and again, why I am the way I am in this moment. So I think I might revisit that reading um, today or this week or something, because it was very inspiring for me. And, and again, human design is incredible. Like I'm so mind blown by it because I, I, I resonate more with my human design than even astrology at times. So for those yeah, of me you too. Have the pleasure of, you know, diving into human design, like highly recommend it. You're literally going to learn more about yourself than any other outlet out there. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel that I've, I'm still like, I'm so obsessed with it and it's constantly learning so much. And I think people get put off by how intricate it seems, but it really doesn't have to be that way. It really doesn't. There's just, and it's even gives you steps of what to yes. take, you know, energy mm-hmm. type, your where you make your decisions from and all of that. So I'm so glad that that has helped you. And I, I just see you as much as, you know, you've helped me on this journey and I'm so grateful for you. So, so grateful. So can you tell everyone what you do, how they can work with you, how they can get all your intuitive gifts? Cause trust me, they're life-changing. They really are. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you can find me on Instagram at misintuition with an underscore, because there is definitely a lot of fake accounts yeah. rolling around out there right now. Yeah. <laughs> so, what is going on? So many. Oh, it's me and a lot of other, especially readers. I think, mm. I think that that's an easy, um, scammer thing to do is, yeah. you know, scam people into that kind of reading. So, so yeah, I'm at misintuition with an underscore and 
yeah, I've just been really working on rebranding and realigning my business over the last couple months. So it has been a bit of a transition with some of my offerings. I have taken a bit of a step back from mediumship readings mm-hmm. as my focus and, you know, uh, drive lays in uh, mentoring and teaching. Mm-hmm. So in the new year, I'm going to be having some online courses coming out soon, Amazing. which I've been working so hard on. And I'm so excited because those of you who are listening, who want to open yourself up to intuition and live a more spiritual lifestyle, then this course that I'm creating is going to be literally amazing for you. So I'm excited about that coming out probably February or March. I'm not really sure when exactly, but yeah, the online courses. And then I do the one-on-one mentoring as I did with Imogen. And, um, so I offer that and I offer Reiki healing sessions that can be done virtually, or I guess not in person now because of the state of the world again, but if you live in Ontario, we could maybe do an in-person Reiki healing session. And yeah, I'm going to be teaching a lot of courses, a lot of workshops online in the new year. So stay tuned for all the things, but I may dabble back into one-on-one readings at some point as well. I've just kind of taken a hiatus for now, mm-hmm. but yeah. And I do card readings as well, tarot cards and Oracle cards. And I dabble into a lot of different things. So and I love that though, because there's so many different like ele- um, avenues you can go down, aren't they? And there's so many different people you can cover and I obviously did Reiki with you as well which was so incredible and I've had Reiki before and I said to you I was like Carly you have something here because I've never experienced a Reiki like that and I did that online over a laptop so you know you can do that and it really is just incredible the way you do that so yeah everyone miss intuition (laughs) thank you so much for having me this was so fun and I love having deep conversations with you I would love to come back sometime for sure oh my god absolutely okay part two we'll ask for the part, <laughs> yeah, part two, two yes <laughs> yeah. I love it oh well thank you so much for joining me it's been amazing as always and yes yeah, keep being Thanks. you thank you thank you all right bye bye <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. I hope this episode filled you with light and inspired you to follow your inner knowing. If you want to dive deeper into my world, then I invite you over to my Instagram, where I share my human design knowledge, incredible spiritual breakthroughs and channeled messages, and also just the energy of having a good damn time. I'm excited to connect with you and your soul and even more excited for your evolution.